Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 Manigen who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. Happy Monday. Today's podcast is going to be a brief podcast on deconditioning. And the reason I'm bringing deconditioning into this space once again is because there has been a lot of questions about deconditioning and what conditioning truly is. And even so, how can deconditioning and the awareness of human design help support you in your growth as a person, your growth in business, and even stepping into who you are authentically. So when I talk about conditioning, conditioning is not a negative thing, but in some ways it forms and shapes us into who we think we are, what we can attain, how we should be in this world, in our relationships, as a parent, in business, and even who we are. This conditioning happens the moment we're born. And honestly, you could even say it even happens in the womb because of DNA. We do have the epigenetics of 14 generations within our cells. So when we are born, we are conditioned by traumas and by experiences from past generations. With human design, we actually have the awareness and the ability to recognize who we are first energetically. That's on the top level, energetically by looking at the centers, who we are and who we are not. Looking at the lines, looking at the gate activations and the unconscious and conscious themes. That's the first layer. Then there's the layers of conditioning of our ancestors, of what's in our cells. And that's actually where I bring in the gene keys. I personally experienced my evolution in awareness and healing through yoga first, which most of you know, then human design, then the gene keys, and then back to stillness, yoga. So it's this beautiful evolution, but it takes time and it takes process. So many of the clients that I've worked with or the people that I've talked to about human design or deconditioning has asked me, okay, well, how long will this take? Or after I'm done this program with you, or after I'm done, if I do six months of meditation with you, will I, will I be ready? Or will I get to a certain spot? And as you guys know, if you've been listening to me, There is no destination. It is an evolution. It is an unpeeling. It is an unraveling. It is a layering or getting into the depth of who we are. 
and deconditioning is an ever-evolving process and it will be forever once you learn to love the deconditioning and learn how to embrace who you are in every single moment with love and compassion then the deconditioning is not a job or something to do it's an evolution of who we can de-layer ourselves and be in this life how can we energetically be who we're here to be the energy that we're here to be the energy that we're here to bring humanity it's not about doing it's about being how can we be the energy that we are every given moment of every given day with no expectation or outcome I have mentioned previously about how meditation, some people come into meditation because they like the way that they feel or they're looking for a process that will get them somewhere, which is great in the beginning. We all start in that space and that's okay. But once you get to the awareness that is not to get anywhere, that you're already there and you're in that moment right now, each and every moment, then life becomes so much more beautiful. You get to be the energy that you want, that you be, that you're here to be every moment. And when you're triggered or when you're experiencing sickness or you're tired, who are you being in that moment? I, I know I'm going off a little bit because I'm going into deconditioning, but a story just came up that I wanted to share. This last year, I had the beautiful experience of going to Egypt with some beautiful, beautiful souls. Now, I had no idea what this experience was going to be for me. And when people ask, for, ask me, what are you wanting from this experience? Or what are you hoping to take for? I honestly was like, I have no idea. I just know I'm supposed to go here. And I'm following that intuition. And there's no expectation. And there's no need. It's like, I'm just going. Well, two times during this year process when I had planned on going, I was going to be rooming with someone and I wanted to room with someone because I wanted to experience a connection. I love connection. I've been diving into my charts and like deep connection is so much a part of me and I will be discussing that more and more through this podcast. But I wanted to room with someone because I wanted to have that connection. I wanted to meet someone. I wanted to have fun, right? Uh, two times it came up within this year that the someone had either canceled or there was an uh, option for me to get a one room rather than rooming with someone. The first time I was like, no, thank you. I will just, I want to room with someone. The second time it came up and I was like, it's very interesting that this comes up for me. It's the second time this has happened. And my gut was telling me to do it, to get the single room. Now in my mind, I was like, okay, well, I want to make this a beautiful experience. And if it come up, I'm going to just get that room because I can. I can afford to do this. I'm going to do this. It's an option for me to expand myself and not be limited financially with sharing a room. That was in my mind. But my gut was like, just do it. So that is an example of my mind telling me I should be doing something because of something. But my gut was like, just do it. But I didn't know that until I got there. Because then when I got there, I think it was either two or three days in, when I got there, I was really tired. I thought, okay, I'm not used to this traveling. I'm not used to this overnight, this 11 hour flight. And then we're getting up at 3 a.m. to go to this other boat, to get on the plane, to go to, <laughs> to um, 
a spiritual monument and go to a temple. Like we were getting up at three o'clock every morning and I was really tired and I was like, oh my gosh, how can I be so tired? But three days in, I found out I had COVID. So there I was in Egypt. I have not had COVID this entire time. Intuitively, I knew in my gut, get that single room. But was it for my expansion and financial security and I can't afford this? Or was it because, hello, you're going to get COVID and you're going to need that space. So I got COVID. We were on the Nile on a cruise. I was quarantined in the boat while everybody went and go and did their stuff. And on the Nile, we were sailing up to the temple. I forgot what the temple name is, but it was the Temple of Shadows. So here I am on the Nile in Egypt, quarantined in this cold room, going up the Nile, going to this Temple of Shadows. And oh my goodness, did things come up. Fears, my my fears of abandonment came up, which I didn't even knew, know I had. But there I was in Egypt with COVID. What the hell am I going to do? Right? We were going on planes. We were going on buses. We were going from hotel to hotel. We were going, I mean, it was scary. I honestly felt like I'm going to be abandoned in Egypt here by myself. And as they were trying to figure things out for me, I was told, well, you know what? You can't take, we can't have someone drive you because it's an 11 hour drive and it's dangerous. And all of these different things were coming up. So I was in Egypt with COVID, dealing with abandonment, dealing with um, isolation because I had to wear double mask. It was a, like 130 degrees outside. I had to get a different taxi to sit in and to be in. And we had a guide and it was a lot, a lot. But you know, the years and years of deconditioning that I've done, I was not angry. I was not feeling pity for myself. I was not uh, getting down on myself. I used the time in the boat. I took an entire day to do meditation, an entire day to, I had my oracle card. So I pulled oracle cards and I journaled like for an entire day. And everyone that I spoke with during that process, because it was day three or day four, we were there 10 days, told me how graceful I was, how amazing I was doing being put off and being not with everybody and being by myself and dealing with abandonment and dealing with all the things I had to deal with in this place that was actually quite scary when you're by yourself and I was full of grace there was everyone would ask me how I'm doing I'm, I'm fine I'm sitting here and I'm meditating I'm laying down I'm watching tv there was no anger and you know what came up to me in that point in time? I was like, huh, this is why I got the single room. This is why it showed up for me twice. This is the reason I'm here. Because I will tell you, the energy of Egypt is amazing. It is heavy. It is beautiful. It is, oh, it, it's just everything. And I know that I was meant to go there for healing. I didn't even bring into this aspect, but before Egypt, the, the entire year, I had been struggling with sciatica. I went horseback riding in October of like 2021. And all of a sudden, 
my back started hurting and I ignored it. But you know what? When you start getting a little older, you can't ignore these things. But I was doing it. So I ignored it until I got to the place that I honestly couldn't move. I couldn't put pressure on my left foot. I was curled up in child's pose while working on the phone or on Zoom because I couldn't sit. Then I couldn't stand. I couldn't sleep. My legs were spasming. I was in so much pain that I was scared. I would I was literally scared in the middle of the night. And I'm not usually like that. I have a very high pain threshold. Very high. I have three kids. No drugs for any of them. All natural. Very high pain th threshold. But I was scared. People were telling me I should get surgery and all these things. But I know I trusted in my body that this surgery wouldn't have been the right thing for me. So I kept trying different modalities. First were aggressive did not work and I had to surrender more. Um, so within the entire year before I even went to Egypt, I was dealing with this and I didn't even know if I could go to Egypt and I was nervous. But then right before, about two weeks before going to Egypt, I was like, oh wow, you know what? I, I can actually walk a little bit. I'll just bring um, compression for my back. I'll have to take it easy. So before I went, my sciatica started easing up a little bit and I was actually able to kind of do down dog a little bit. My heels still couldn't go down. Um, I was still in pain, but I was able to go. Now, when I went to Egypt, I still felt pain until COVID. When I was in the room, I remember I was sleeping and uh, I got up out of bed and I was actually able to get out without pain shooting up all the way up my left leg. And it was like, oh my gosh, like the COVID is actually releasing what's in my spine. I have six herniated discs, or I have six bulging discs, one herniated, all lumbar. And I was able to not even think about my back. I truly feel this was a deep year of healing for me. It was a year of really surrendering, slowing down, trusting the process, not being as active, because I love being active, really being gentle with myself. Then I go to Egypt, I get COVID. I'm in there working through all of these abandonment issues. And I know deep inside, intuitively, like this was the gift for me. This was what that year was for me. It was for pain. It was for suffering. It was for being in grace in that pain. It was for accepting it. It was for being in it every single moment. And then in the boat, going through all the abandonment, all of that stuff that was coming up about my mother um, abandoning me and not supporting me. As a, as a teenager where I went out and partied and gave myself away and didn't love myself and learned to support myself on my own and then had to really grow up at age 14 and become an adult. It was the most painful year of my life. But it was the most beautiful. And... I'm going to go later into, um, later this week, I've been diving into my astrology chart in different aspects, and there's a lot in there about facing pain with, with grace. In my Jupiter, in my unconscious Jupiter, I have the gate 22, and in this, it says that to be prosperous, I am here to embrace suffering with grace. And that was a huge evolution. So deconditioning, 
is so much more than just doing meditation, so much more than just going for walks and grounding. It's so much more than, say, I'm doing the things to slow down, right? But it's the consistent practice of it without expectation, without trying to get somewhere. It's just the consistent practice. Because what happens is you become aware of things that you wouldn't have been aware of before. You could heal things and let go of things. And I'm not just talking for my personal, I'm talking about for my DNA, my ancestral, and my generation for my kids. So deconditioning. Deconditioning is a beautiful, beautiful thing to add into your life without expectation. There's many different types of deconditioning. Deconditioning helps you release of who you are not. It helps you release of what people have told you you should be. It helps you release those beliefs and limiting expectations that you have on yourself because of your experiences. It releases those beliefs of what you should be doing in this life and how you can be happy. It's releasing releasing, releasing, and learning to tune in so that you can observe. Observe yourself react. Observe yourself while you're suffering. Observe yourself while you feel scared. Observe yourself while you're feeling happiness. It is the fluctuations. So when you think of deconditioning, what do you do for your practice? How long have you been doing it? Are you doing it for an expectation of something or are you doing it just because? And I would love to invite you to pick one deconditioning practice. Don't fluctuate between all the things. That's like shiny object syndrome. And what that does is you'll de do a practice and then all of a sudden something will come up and you won't like it. So you know what? You'll go to the next thing because then that something isn't coming up. But when you do that, you're missing it. You're missing that depth. You're missing the opportunity to work into those experiences and those beliefs. Pick a deconditioning practice, be consistent. And if you like support on deconditioning, reach out. I do have meditations monthly. And if you're not ready for that, what can you do on your own consistently? What can you do on your own? It's all about looking within. You know it already and you actually can do your own personal work to heal yourself, to heal your ancestors, to heal humanity as a whole. Remember, it's not about why. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.